For all the evidence, exposed cover-ups, and acknowledgement by top government officials in countries such as the United States, Japan has been one of the leading nations of skepticism with regards to unidentified flying objects. Despite being the 11th most populous country in the world, and known for the specialism in advanced technology, such as artificial intelligence, the East Asian islands' understanding and acceptance of UAPs or extraterrestrial beings remains minimal. Until now, that is. So how can it be that one of the most influential nations here on Earth has taken so long to catch up with the rest of us? What was Japan's initial assessment and proposed response to the study of UFOs and their potential impact here on our planet? And what changed? Can we fully rely on our Japanese neighbours to provide their knowledge and technical know-how to propel our wisdom on such matters to the next level? Join us on this episode as we reach out to our friends across the Pacific to discuss the recent reports that the Japanese government's acknowledgement of UFOs is in fact real. In order to understand and appreciate the change in mentality by Japanese leaders with regards to the UFO phenomenon, we must look back into their past, to a history which ingrained their initial sense of skepticism, as well as recent events that have influenced such a cosmic shift in outlook. Indeed, there are many across the land who have been taught that the concept of little green men from outer space is nothing more than a fairy tale, a bedtime story to tell the children before they drift off to sleep. Many known records, public or otherwise, have always downplayed the notion that entitles, notion that entities not of this world are making plans to visit us earthlings if they haven't done so already, and is not surprising considering their cultural inheritance. However, what is a remarkable truth is that the designer of the famous Japanese Mitsubishi A6M Zero fighter jet, Horikoshi Jiro, had actually based aeronautical prototypes and blueprints on that of flying saucers. Jiro, whose famous long-range carried-based fighter craft, which was active and effective during the Asia-Pacific War and coexisting World War, had to turn to the maneuverability of alien-like crafts to assist in his invention. Horikoshi produced an unpublished paper on flying discs in conjunction with the man who introduced the world to these circular spectacles, Kenneth Arnold. The story of Arnold's experience occurred on June 24, 1947, when as a private pilot during a flight near Mount Rainier in the Pacific Northwest of the United States, claimed he saw a set of nine bright objects in the sky. Flying at the monumental speed of 1,200 miles per hour, the sighting was considered to be the first post-World War II sighting within the United States, and sparking an array of investigations, interviews and reports including that of Hirokoshi Juro. Since the event, UFO descriptions and sightings have been the focus and inspiration amongst those in the engineering and technology industries across Japan, including the gaming company, Taito, who developed the legendary Space Invaders arcade video game. Known for their pioneering working technology, artificial intelligence and virtual reality, as well as their niche markets of anime, folklore and tales of horror, Japan has in fact introduced its people to extraterrestrial beings during the Heian period. 
Traditional myths and legends, such as the tale of the bamboo cutter, written by an unknown author and prominent between the year 794 and 1185, contained elements of alien technologies, while in combination with their time-honored methods of storytelling. In more contemporary times, as recently as June 2021, has the celebration and perception of UFOs been at the forefront of interested parties across Japan. Last year, the International UFO Laboratory was established in the UFO Interactive Hall within the Linomachi district of Fukushima Prefecture, and in commemoration of World UFO Day. It is Japan's first and only research institute and contains a massive collection of over 3,000 materials relating to the phenomenon and attracts approximately 10 times as many visitors to its laboratory each calendar year. Despite the growing fascination among the general population, changing the minds of those running the country has been understandably a much more difficult task indeed. For starters, Chief Cabinet Secretary Nobutaka Machimura, when attempting to raise the topic to a group of reporters, was met with an outburst of laughter and pity from those entities who were there to discuss the truth and concerns from those in power. However, in March 2005, Yamane Raiji of the Democratic Party of Japan stressed the government's interest and concerns regarding UFOs to the General Affairs Committee of the House of Councillors, stressing that a number of unexplained crafts had already arrived here on Earth. Not only were they identified and recorded, the entities were considered hostile to Japanese defense forces and that of the general population, as well as the silent response from reporters, not to mention the underlying skepticism. Prime Minister Yasuo Fukuda would also attempt to soften the blow by stating later that day that I have yet to confirm that UFOs exist. Yet as time and technology has progressed, the global acceptance of UAPs has forced countries like Japan to look at things differently and open their minds to the fact that extraterrestrial events are on the increase. After the coronavirus outbreak, more and more sightings, events and investigations have come to the fore as those affected by lockdowns and home containment were given the opportunity to refocus their attentions and sanction time to put their apprehensions to the side. The good thing about this period of unrest has allowed one to understand the possibilities and global occurrences that have presented themselves for the better. COVID-19 proved that when large corporate industries and that of universal consumption either shut down or ground to an immediate halt for a short period of time, nature was therefore able to take a breath and refresh the globe with cleaner air, water, and safeguard animal and marine life. Luckily during this time, recordings were released of US Navy fighter jets and their encounters with that of UFOs, which occurred over the last few years and decades. In April 2020, then Defense Minister Kono Taro stated that despite the momentous declassification and admission from their US counterparts, pilots of their own self-defense forces had never encountered such aerial phenomena themselves. Nonetheless, Mr. Kono did in fact study the videos presented by the Pentagon himself and made the unpopular decision to test and develop aeronautical defense strategies and procedures in the event that such an encounter took place. The Defense Ministry of Japan, on September 14, 2020, began the process of informed all military, naval and air force personnel that if an unexplained situation or aircraft presents itself, a protocol of analysis, reporting and photographic evidence are now considered paramount to their obligations. This long-awaited deviation from the norm 
came after a meeting between Mr. Kono and then US Defense Secretary Mark Esper within the controlled, unincorporated territory of Guam, situated in the Western Pacific Ocean. Both men discussed all things related to defense, militarized strategies, and most importantly, unidentified flying objects. This coupled with the fact that in the capital, Tokyo, the government has advised all citizens to photograph, record, and submit their own findings to their political leaders. A combination of statements by the Ministry of Defense in Japan and that of the NHK Defense Forces declared that due to an increase in the use of drones and other objects that fly differently from conventional aeroplanes, if anyone spots an unidentified object in the air that could affect the country's defense, they should report them immediately. Again in 2020, the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, UAPTF, was formed as a US government study into the sightings of UAPs and was led by Navy intelligence analyst Brenna McKernan. The first official US government-funded program of its kind for many years showed that those associated with its formation and investigations, a total of 144 incidents relating to unidentified flying objects, demonstrated how serious the Americans were taking the situation. Of the numerous incidents recorded in the document, which amounted to nine pages, Pentagon task forces were only able to decipher one case by offering a moderate, acceptable explanation. The remaining 143 were much more mysterious in nature. A selection of 18 sightings were purported as appearing to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion, according to the report. A US secretary expert who works both independently and on behalf of the current Biden administration possesses intelligence and the proficiencies that civilian and military officials are extremely concerned that many of the supposed sightings are in fact linked to countries who have a grudge against the United States, such as Russia and or China. Professor Hitoshi Murayama, a Japanese-born physicist, who has excelled and contributed to sterling fields such as cosmology and particle physics, has also entered the conversation, offering his insight to the UFO enigma. Currently a professor at the Center for Theoretical Physics at the University of California, Berkeley, and director of the Cavill Institute for the Physics and Mathematics of the Universe at the University of Tokyo, Hitoshi has the relative credentials to propose his theories in relation to his birthplace and adopted home. Any planet with an environment similar to that of Earth is thought to be at least about four light years away from us, he said. Shuttling between such a planet and Earth would take an incredibly long time, even with extremely sophisticated technology. Therefore, if extraterrestrial visitors are involved, it is hard to understand how they travel to Earth so frequently. One may consider this assessment as being rather dubious, yet the amount of investigative professors who have since been drafted for their expertise and opinion speaks for itself. Military experts predict that UAPs capable of alternative flight navigation and maneuverability are and will be impossible to intercept or track using existing modern warfare and weaponry systems. Reports also state that many unnamed objects demonstrate high-level stealth capabilities that defy radar detection. Most worryingly, Accumulated reports by US intelligence seems to convey that certain observatory data attributed to top secret programs 
have been set in motion without the knowledge of the aforementioned intelligence and defense officials. Meanwhile, back in Japan, control of surface, air, and maritime defense forces were incapable of constructing offensive strategies relating to UAPs. Operations were only implemented to defend themselves from possible attacks. Being a world leader in technology and AI infrastructure, integration of attack-based weaponry has incorporated an arsenal that consists of American F-15 Eagle fighters. Aegis combat systems for ballistic missile defenses, as well as Type 10 battle tanks on the ground. The F-15 Eagle's maneuverability is capable of functioning in all weather-based conditions and conducts regular aerial demonstrations at air festivals, which are located at Misawa Air Base in the northern part of the island of Honshu. Shigeru Ishiba, who served as Director General of the Japan Defense Agency under Prime Minister Junichiro Koizumu from 2002 to 2004, and was Minister of Defense under Yasuo Fukuda from 2007 to 2008, became worried about the possibility of a hostile attack on his country. When discussing the strict policy that Japanese retaliation from any adverse attack was the only reason for militarized action, Ishiba stated that dealing with UFOs could be a different matter. Ishiba is known as a Junji Otaku, or military geek, and has always had a personal interest in militarized affairs. His expertise in weaponry, as well as the legalities and construction of militaristic arsenal, have cemented his connection to the Japanese Defense Forces. Ishiba has consistently pushed for the development of Japan's equivalent to the United States Marine Corps, to be able to defend its numerous small islands from any attack, human-based or otherwise. Interestingly, and keeping within the concept of Japan's ingrained skepticism, Ashiba's comments and opinions have often been interpreted as humorous. However, it appears that he was extremely serious about the UFO threat after all. So where does this leave us in today's current economical, technological, and militarized climate? As our world continues to change and acclimatize to its surroundings, Famine and illegal wars continue to raise more concerns and questions than solutions or answers. Some may say that such problems must be the core focus of our global leaders. This is true for the most part, and yet we now see a change in awareness and concern regarding the weaponized possibility that UAPs pose to Earth itself. It may sound a little far-fetched now, but if there is no world left to fight for, legally or illegally, then perhaps our greatest fears are yet to reveal themselves. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Destination Declassified. Keep tuning in and searching for the truth. Always be on the watch, as we never know what may occur tomorrow. Thanks for watching, and as always, we'll see you in the next video.